0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: So we take you now to Duffy's Tavern starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. <laughs>
2: Duffy's tavern, with you. Lead me to eat. Archie, the speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Where are you? At an art gallery, huh? Uh, oh, certainly I believe you. In fact, I can hear some of them old masters hollering, take it off.
3: <laughs>
2: well, I'm uh, glad you called, Duffy. You know, I got to go to the hospital. Well, I seen a doctor about me tonsils, and he says that I got to have a tonsillectomy. me. <clears throat> Yeah, that's what they call it when they remove your tonsils. It's like an appendectomy. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: only then they remove your appendix. Huh? How much would they charge you for a wife, ectonomy? <laughs> uh, in your case, Duffy, I think it'd be too big an operation. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, tonsils painful? Well, no, it's just that when I swallow it, kind of feels like me epi is too big for me glottis. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks very much, Duffy. I'll call you back. Eddie. Uh, yes, sir? Eddie, I got big news. I'm leaving for an operation, and while I'm gone, guess what? You. Little insignificant Eddie Green will become head manager of Duffy's Tavern. Oh, Joey. <laughs> Eddie, you don't seem to understand I'm turning the throne over to you. <clears throat> you, uh, alone will ruin, rule Duffy's Tavern. Uh, you will be monarch of all you survey Monarch uh, Let's form a republic, shall we? You don't seem to realize that this is a great honor Uh-huh Any extra money? Think of it
3: <laughs>
2: Manager of Duffy's Tavern
1: uh-huh.
2: No extra money Mm-hmm. But think what you can learn as the head manager.
1: Mr. Archer, you don't have to sell me. You know I'm going to take your place. I have
2: to. Eddie, I'd rather you didn't do it just because you have to. I'd like you to do it because you want to do it. Now, come on. Tell me that you want it. Come on. Do I have to? Yes. I want to. Master the spirit. And don't be afraid that the job is too big for your kid. You can do it. Main thing is to keep the place clean. I'd like to find it just as I left it. Yeah, well, make up your
3: mind. (laughs) Any
1: other suggestions?
2: Well, uh, when you close up at night, uh, make sure that the customers is piled neatly on the sidewalk. Yes, sir. And uh, about the free lunch, uh, be sure to trim the edges off the salami every couple of days. No, most customers prefer it one color. Then remember to blow the dust off the white bread so that it don't get confused with the pumpernickel.
3: <laughs>
2: and, uh, one other thing, uh, don't under any circumstances serve no liquor after two o'clock except for medicinal purposes.
3: <laughs>
2: or cash.
3: <laughs> well, sir, I, I, how about
1: the tablecloth? Should I change them?
2: Uh, no, I'll only be gone a week. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you you mean if, if complications don't set in?
2: Well, Eddie, for the kind of dough I'm paying this doctor, he can't afford to have complications set in.
1: Well, all I hope is you got a good doctor. You know, them tonsil operations can be very dangerous.
2: They can? Now, look, Eddie. It'll take more than a tonsillectomy to frighten me.
3: Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> hey. hey.
2: With a face like yours, you shouldn't sneak up on people.
3: Uh,
2: sorry,
0: Arch. Uh, hey, what did I hear about you having an operation?
2: Yeah, Finnegan, they're, they're gonna take out me tonsils.
0: Well, don't let it worry you too much, Arch. They'll probably grow back.
3: <laughs>
2: grow back. I don't want them to grow back. People don't need tonsils. It's a waste of biology. They're useless.
0: Oh, yeah? Then so why did Mother Nature give them to us?
2: Well, once in a while, Mother Nature slips up and wastes a few things. She gave you a brain, didn't she? I don't get the connection. There ain't none. You don't connect. Just take my word for it, Finnegan. It's a very good thing once in a while to have a tonsinectomy.
0: A tonsionomy?
2: Tonsinectomy. Uh, The word is the contraction of two Greek roots. Uh, Tonsa, meaning tonsils, and uh, neck tummy, meaning they between the neck and the stomach.
0: <laughs> Is that clear, Finnegan? Well, not too clear, but don't forget, Arch, I'm not a Greek. I
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, look, Arch. Uh, uh, how
2: come a guy like you never became a doctor? Well, I often wonder. I guess it was Kismet. I think I would have been a pretty good doctor, too, Finnegan. In fact, in chemistry class, they used to call me Archie the Cadaver.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I agree with you. I might have been a very good doctor. Well, then, how come you never went through with it, Arch? My handwriting was too plain. <laughs> but I got no regrets. Well,
0: you're certainly brave about this operation, Archie. Brave? <laughs> no.
2: What? Consuls? Nothing.
0: Oh no! Then why did they give
2: you ether? An they do. Yeah. Well, uh, that's just a formality, eh? Traditional tribute that doctors pay to the memory of the inventor of ether, a Swedish woman named Anesthetic.
0: <laughs> You've heard of her, of course. Heard of her. I even saw Greg Arson play the part.
3: <laughs>
0: well, Arch, I, I still say you're very brave, father. Uh, well, what's
2: to be worried about?
0: That's right. That's right. It's just what me Uncle Willie said when they took his tonsils out. Uh, was the operation successful? Successful? It was the biggest funeral you ever saw, right? <laughs>
2: you mean that your Uncle Willie died of a tonsillectomy?
0: Yeah, but don't let that worry you, Archie. Doctor said it was because of the way Uncle Willie was built. You see, he was a tall, skinny guy with a scrawny neck and a long...
2: Sorry, Archie. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry, Finnegan. The story about your Uncle Willie don't scare me. He was probably much older than I am.
4: Wasn't
2: he? Sorry, Arch. Now, wait a minute, Finnegan.
4: Uh, I... well... Hello, Archie.
2: Oh, hello, Miss Duffy.
4: What's the matter? You look a little green around the gills.
2: I ain't green around the gills at all. In fact, I was just having a laugh. Finnegan here was telling me how his Uncle Willie died from having his tonsils out.
4: Well, so what's so funny about that? Thousands of people die every day from having their tonsils out. Uh,
2: Now, Miss Duffy, don't exaggerate. It's just a simple little operation. Besides, what do you know about it?
4: What do I know about it? Why, I had my tonsils out when I was a little girl.
2: Well, in them days, science was still groping. (laughs) They probably tied a string around your tonsils and slammed a door.
4: (laughs) Okay, okay, whistle past the graveyard. Huh? Huh. I know what I'm talking about. Listen, Archie. I knew a girl once whose brother had a friend that worked for a man that sold old magazines to a doctor. And this... And this doctor told uh, him Wait that just it... a
2: second. You lost me in the reception room. <laughs> who told who what?
4: Well, he told the boss of the boy whose friend was my girlfriend's brother. That's who. Oh. Well, anyways, this doctor's nurse was a friend of my girlfriend, and she said that some very dangerous complications... Now,
2: wait a minute, Miss Duffy. I've heard enough. I'm telling you, it's just a simple operation.
4: Well, then what are you worried about? I ain't
2: worried. Who's worried?
4: Well, Archie, look at it this way. Nobody lives forever.
2: (laughs) Do you mind if I try? stop talking about it Holy can I I wonder if it's really Oh no it, it couldn't be
1: You still worried Miss Archer?
2: Yep Eddie I certainly am I never thought I'd live to see the day I'd die
3: <laughs> But
2: It'll be a great opportunity for you old man Miss Archer now What you getting yourself all worked up for You ain't gonna die I'm afraid I am Eddie no, you ain't. But Eddie, I am. And I say you ain't. Now look, when I say I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Now don't argue. After all, you ain't the head manager yet. <laughs> ain't this... But leaving this job. Well, well, I'll have a new job, Eddie. A job managing that tavern in the sky.
3: <laughs> yeah? Uh,
2: eight to five, they put you in charge of the downtown branch. <laughs> Eddie, this is not all as silly as it seems to you. It all adds up. Now I know the meaning of that dream that I had last night. Dream? Yeah. You see, I was walking along in a fog. Are you sure you were sleeping? Uh, anyway, I was riding down 3rd Avenue in this snowy white chariot, all dressed up in spangles and shiny sequences. When... <laughs> all of a sudden, I look around, and I'm being chased by a big red console. So I turn around to the tonsil and I say, what do you want with me? Uh, what did the tonsil say? It said, quick, where's the hospital? I gotta have my Archie's removed. <laughs> so then I woke up.
1: At the end of the dream?
2: It was more than just a dream, Eddie. It was a sign, a warning that Gabriel was getting ready to blow his horn. When Gabriel gets a
1: look at you, he gonna blow his top. <laughs> So you, you
2: figure your time has come, huh? Yep. Yeah, looks like I'm going on a long journey. Mm. That one way ride to the pearly gates. <laughs> That's just that Laugh at me, ridicule me just because I'm going. I don't mind. They, they all laughed at four great men. Thomas Edison. They said his electric light was a joke. It wouldn't work. It was incandescent. <laughs> True, take all of our pioneers. Take John Smith. When he was alive, nobody knew him but Pocahontas. Today, his name is on every hotel register in the country.
3: <laughs>
2: Look at General Grant. Grant is a famous man today, right? Right, but did people go to visit his tomb when he was alive?
3: <laughs>
2: and that's the way it'll be with me, Eddie. Someday, they'll name parks after me and streets. Yeah. Third Avenue will probably be renamed
1: Avenue of the Archers. Yes, sir. Sounds like once you're dead, you're really
5: going to be living.
2: Well, I guess it's my destiny. But there are a lot of things I'm going to miss, though.
5: Hello, Archie.
2: See what I mean? (laughs) Peggy, stand there. Don't move. I want to remember you always. Just as you are now. With the soft light from the pinball machine playing in your head.
5: Oh, why, uh, well, the hearts and flowers.
2: Why? Because this is Aloha, Peggy Lee. Aloha and goodbye, ha.
3: Archie.
5: Archie, you're not going to Honolulu.
2: Honolulu? <laughs> Would twirl that it was. Oh, Peggy, I'm going on a longer journey. Look, brace yourself, honey.
5: Archie, what is it?
2: Having your tonsils out. <laughs> so I guess it's goodbye.
5: Oh, hey, wait a minute. Having your tonsils out, is that all?
2: Is that all? Do you realize what they got to do to get at the tonsils? what? Well, in the first place, they got to amputate the palate from both tonsils. Hey! Is dangerous enough in itself. Well, then they got a bisectolonic in order to suture the adenoids, <laughs> and all the while having to be very careful not to cauterize the gallbladder.
3: <laughs>
2: and she says it's not all. Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear all this, Archie. Well, I thought you'd take it pretty hard. Well, well, don't you want to seal me doom with a goodbye kiss?
5: Oh, it's, uh, it's time for me to do my number, and I... Okay, I understand.
2: Kiss me now, you'd be so choked up you wouldn't be able to sing.
5: <laughs>
2: All right, go ahead, honey. Sing me a swan song, something I can remember. Something that I can strum on a harp.
5: each live long day been so melancholy since he went away I've shed a million teardrops or more waiting for the one I
3: adore
5: I'm waiting in the depot by the railroad track looking for the choo-choo train that brings him back I'm waiting for my life to begin Waiting for the train to come in. I'm waiting in the depot by the railroad track. Looking for the choo choo train that brings him back. I'm waiting for my life to begin. Waiting for the...
2: ain't she, Eddie? Yeah, she still is. Too bad I had to come into her life at the last minute
3: and
2: spoil her for ordinary men. (laughs) But, Eddie, I want you to take care of her after I, well, to be delicate, croak off. (laughs) See that she goes out with other guys. Well, I guess it's time to make out me will. You will? You ain't got no money. That's beside the point. When you die, you got to make out a will. Now, let's see what I can leave. It means Harvard tenant, the uh, imitation sheepskin from PS4, <laughs>
3: the
2: uh, Boy Scout knife with the four notches in it. Four notches? Yeah, I unconsciously nicked four scout masters with it. <laughs> Then there's, uh, oh yeah, maybe maybe you'd like this, Eddie. My badge collection. The complete set. Every badge from twenty three stooges right down to Chicken Inspector.
3: You know,
1: I, I don't want to be a ghoul, but who, who's getting you tired that lights up in the dark and says, "Kiss me, baby."
2: Well, Eddie, I was kind of figuring on being buried in that. <laughs> Time. Okay. Hello? Hello, Duffy, old man. I got some news for you. I told you about me. Council, operation. Well, I'm not expected to live. Huh? What else is new? Boy, am I going to come back and haunt that guy. Uh, Miss Archer, I just want to uh, ask... Just you. a second, Eddie. i got to finish up this will. Let's see. I, Archie, soon to be known as the party of the hereafter, being of sound mind and inflamed tonsils, do to hereby and forthwith know all ye men by these presents. That sounds pretty airtight, Eddie. Airtight, it's a complete vacuum. Thank you, Eddie. You know, sometimes I think it was a great loss to the legal profession when I became a doctor. Well, a
1: man like you would be a great loss to any profession. <laughs> yeah, incidentally, ain't it almost time for you to leave for the hospital? Yeah, I guess it is.
2: Well, so long, Eddie. Uh,
1: so long, Mr. Archer.
2: So long, old man.
1: So long, old boy.
2: By the way, before I go, remember that five bucks I borrowed from you in the spring of
3: 1937?
2: I remember. Well, I want you to know that I remember it, too. <laughs> So long, Eddie. So long, Miss Archie.
1: So long, five.
2: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, oh, yes, Miss Duffy. Uh, Miss Duffy, before I go, I want to straighten something out. You know, in the past, it has always been my policy to tell you how ugly you are.
4: Well, Archie, after all, why should you be an exception?
2: That's sweet of you But at an hour like this I want you to know that the real reason That I despise your looks Was because I thought you were beautiful And I didn't want you to get a swelled head
4: Archie, do you you really mean it?
2: Well, now, don't press me (laughs) After all, I'm going to be up to judgment One of these days
4: Well, Archie While we're making confessions I have one, too Yeah? Yeah you know how I've always told Papa that you were stupid and lazy and that you robbed the cash register?
2: Yeah. You're sorry, it,
4: huh? Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Certainly. It isn't your fault that Papa's dumb enough to hire someone like you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Archie, I, I guess maybe we won't be seeing each other again and, unless it's in the hereafter.
2: Yeah? Well, I ever see a dame flying around the halls of Montezuma whistling at Marines? I'll know it's you. <laughs> Until then, good hunting, old Bean.
5: I'll be seeing you. Archie, aren't you going to say goodbye to me?
2: Well, Peggy, I didn't quite know how you felt about me.
5: Why, you silly boy. By being so nice, you've gotten me to the point where I'm ready for romance.
2: How do you like that? I soften her up. Now some other guy will come along and
5: cash in. <laughs> You stop talking that way. You're coming back. And here's something to take with you in the meantime. Mmm.
2: <laughs> Eddie, uh, tell Cavendish the Undertaker that the right side of me face is not to be embalmed.
3: <laughs>
2: well, farewell, Peggy, my dear. Now, let's see. Did I forget anybody? Uh, hi <laughs> Of course. Me old pal Finnegan. I,
0: I bought you a present for when you go to the hospital. I hope it fits you. Oh, thanks. What is it? Me sister's bed jacket.
2: <laughs> your, your
0: sister's bed jacket, huh? Yeah. She wore it at the time she had twins. <laughs> Maybe it'll bring you the same good luck.
2: And I got a secret. I ain't going to be a mutter. I'm just having me tonsils took out. Well, I guess this is it. Goodbye, Clifton, old man. Archie, are you sure you ain't going to live through it? Really? Yeah, pretty sure.
0: Well, in that case, say hello to me,
2: Uncle Willie. <laughs> All right, I'll do that. Finnegan. And, uh, Arch. Yeah?
0: There's something else. I, I don't know whether I should ask you or not. What is it? uh... Would it be too much to ask you to kiss me before you go?
2: Well, maybe it'd be better if we waited and made sure I was going. You can always catch me at the grave. Well... Gang, I guess this is the zero hour. And I want to tell you, so, I'll never forget you from me innermost cockle to me heart. Oh, so
0: long. Oh, Come on, fellas, give it some. Huh? Oh. Be <laughs> and
3: never to him. <laughs> <Be> forgotten <laughs> Why does it have to be such? in the world anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Friday night when our guest will be Alan Young. Archie will be in the hospital, as you've all heard tonight. We weren't kidding, but he'll be back with us again week after eight.
3: is the Armed Forces Radio Service.